This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> what? he's, he's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he says, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah, what are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <laughs> You need a brother-in-law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask my yeah. brother to divorce his wife and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer, and he's more. Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Sports journalist Josh Gallup, and welcome to the Kick It Forward podcast, the only sports newsroom with the guts to tell it how it is. Remember to yell Kick It Forward anywhere, tag us, and we'll share it. The Purple Rainer rejoins us as Giorgio continues his epic odyssey of Europe, Woodstock worries, and the Ashes in Ashes. How is that? Boys, how are you going? Oh, what an introduction, yeah. Joshy Gala firing from all cylinders early. <laughs> Holy shit. Doug, so, welcome back. Oh, thanks, Hatch. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. Enjoyed, enjoyed thanks last for joining week. Thanks for joining me, mate. Oh, 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 oh okay. Okay. <laughs> this, hang on a second. I'm the captain hang now. Hang on a sec. Don't make me. Oh, oh, I was about to use something. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh there's something there. very special. There's coming. A, there's a new purchase we've made for uh, Harry's Big House, and what a case. Hey, guys, we've got a new sting today coming your way as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> new wow. Wow, wow. Wow, a new um, sting alert. How was your weekend, Harry? Oh, God, I feel sorry for everyone in Europe at the moment. Oh, really? I, I do. I, I do, because there's so much fun to be had right here in Perth. Oh, it was 25 degrees and sunny yesterday. Yeah, it was actually an awesome weekend. I, have had, a, I had a thing on Saturday I like to call Brother's Day. All right. Yeah, so I just hung out with my brother all day. You know, went to visit the grandparents. Then we went, we'll go, fuck it. Let's go have a beer. It's like 11.45. Oh, oh. the Dockers just started. He couldn't give two shits about sport, but... Um, so it's two of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. massive. But then we were like, well, shit. Like, what's the natural progression? Grandparents, pub, then, of course... Whole house? <laughs> Temp in bowling. Right. Okay. Oh. Yeah. We couldn't get a booking for two hours. So yeah, what right. you, what's the what's the normal way to fill two hours between temp in bowling and the pub? Well, he just Mario Kart. Mm, okay. Darts. 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 Yeah. Oh, nice. Flight club. Wonderful venue. Yeah. Expensive day. <laughs> it wasn't expensive. Brother Day's expensive. Brother's Day is so expensive. <laughs> I know, but no, guys. I mean, season one of this this podcast trademark full full credit. There was a lot of bowling chat. You swore you I never had a would. Bit, yeah. I had a bit of a year, I had a year off, and I tell you what, you know when you come back to like play footy or something, yeah. you get a bit of. A, I've had a real sore left glute for for yeah. a couple of days. Oh, poor guy. Following, I know, I know. It's sports hard. I ate shit playing pickup basketball at my mate's house because he just got a new ring. 
and it's my wrist has been broken for four weeks. Like not broken, it's definitely not broken, but <sighs> sore. Bit sore. Mm, bit oh. sore. Duck hours the weekend. Oh my god. Yeah, good that. Just uh, watch the Dockers lose again. And, oh yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, no, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. Um, yeah, and then had a baby shower, so that was uh, oh. that was great. Like, you guys are young. I'm older than you guys, and it's just like baby central. So that's. I, that's I thought the guy doesn't normally go to the baby shower. Yeah, well, that's what I thought, mate. But uh, uh, now we uh, we had a new, new age. Life. It's got a bar- baby barbecue now, but right. um, yeah, uh, my my parents and my lovely. Fiance's parents. Hang on, a baby barbecue <laughs> does it sound like, it's a pretty yeah. hectic night. No. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, we just had friends around and, and yeah, had a great time. Heaps of people there. I got heaps of mates. So, yeah. So, so. Yeah, everyone stuck around for a chat. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stayed it's around good. and had it's a good. chat. And, yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. Hey, guys. Uh, that was, sorry. I actually, I, I was very tired afterwards. Oh, it's tiring stuff, isn't no, it's it? It's like bloody having a kid. Mate, wait till you're a daddy. <laughs> wait till you're a daddy. About. Hey, um, Josh, how was your weekend? <laughs> oh, mate, good segue. Uh, I had a pretty good average one. Um, Dad did a hell big sneeze, so I just got that one for you guys. Yeah, that was a sneeze. <laughs> Josh, I yeah. had bloody eardrum surgery <laughs> last year, and I'm going to need to book in another one. Run. He does, does two things. He slams doors and does big sneezes and then hangs out. <laughs> It's a big old hangar, but um, we're trying to buy like a house. Like we don't have much money, so we just, we've got a lot of shit houses. Like um, in trying to find the worst house in OK areas and stuff like that. And every all of them are like two hours between the showing, so there's just two hours between. I'm just on KO at this pub, like watching it while I'm being peppered with more ideas. It sucks so bad. But like the one thing about that is I had a stout midday, then a couple pile hours in the Arvo. Got a bit drunk. Milan Ooh. shouted me a free one at um, the Claremont Hotel. Thanks, Milan. Shout out to him. But then I started getting farts. Have you guys ever thought about when you're down south or like when you're on a wine tour and picture your, your stomach is a clear bucket and then you're pouring in a stout and you're pouring in like a big bit of meat and a pie. Yeah. You're dumping it all on. Then you know what? Let's put a sour on there. Sour pile as well. Maybe then three more beers. Now, let's, now it's getting a bit later. Put some Cav Sab on top. Now just shake it all Jeez. and pour some acid. Yeah. It doesn't do too good for your gut, does it? And then, I, I, you know, I'm a sporting man and I was dropping some bombs and we don't like to talk about farts that often. No, 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 yeah, no. We, it's we a, bit, hate a bit icky. Inappropriate sometimes. And then my girlfriend goes, hey, we're looking at more houses online like while we're in bed. And I go, oh, I'm just a bit busy right now. She goes, what are you looking at? She looks over and I go, what is the world record for farts in a day? <laughs> and there was some arbitrary number on Reddit where someone said it was 176. And I was like, well, fuck, I've broken that. Wait, is that it? 176, yeah. And he goes, I, <laughs> the post read, a few years ago, I tried to break the record. I fought at 106 times in the day. I remember looking it up somewhere as 176 for a single day, so way off. Someone goes, this does not pass the smell test. That was the first comment. Ooh. Then the um, then they went down a spiral, like a rabbit hole, like longest dog fart ever, like longest um, human fart, apparently 231. Uh, no, 242 seconds is the longest human fart ever. It's not like, you know, they're sitting around and this two minute 42 second fart happens. They're, it's fully controlled. Guinness World Records are there. They're like annoying. Oh, yeah, for sure. Some guy there who's measuring with a peg on. A guy had a peg on his nose while he was measuring with a clipboard. (laughs) And he, you got to think in his head, he was like, why am I ending up here in Switzerland measuring farts? You know that show that was on, that was on TV that, like, where they would break world records? With, I think, um, yeah, Dent, uh, Grant Denyer used to host it. Oh, it was Guinness World Records. Yeah, what did 
Well, what do those guys, those Guinness World Records judges do for a living? Or is that, do you reckon that's their sole income? I think that's, so there was the one guy that was always on everything. There was this one guy and anytime they were verifying a, an Australian Guinness World Record, it was the same guy on game shows all the time. And he was He's there. about five foot seven, so really short. And he was just yeah. like walking around um, with a clipboard being like, guys, the fart was a regulation <laughs> fart. And um, we can confirm it is a Guinness World Record. Okay. Um, <laughs> Look so at that was, business. That was kind of my weekend. That, uh, uh, I watched yeah. a lot of sports. Yeah, so what's um what's Giorgio up to? Yeah, good points. Yeah, what's are you, Giorgio? Are you fucking hosting this? Because you're doing yeah. a great job. I just know naturally when to move on. <laughs> you know? Uh Giorgio, yeah, so he's still on his break. He's now in Greece. He's sending me messages every day. We're trying to do a video while he's there, and it's it's really hard to um mm-hmm. yell at him via text, be like, fucking do it this way. And he's like, No, oh, is this good enough? Think about Giorgio too, um, Duck. I don't even know. He um when we're like, oh, you want to make a fool of yourself. He's like, oh, God, I'm so silly. Um, I spilled a drop of water on me. Look how silly I am. And they're like, oh, maybe like spray your whole body with the beer. Oh, yeah. And then he'll, um, he'll be like, oh, no, I just washed this shirt. Anyway, he's in Europe. He's doing a great job. So let's just check in. Carly Mera. Oh, sorry. Uh, hey, guys, sorry. Forgot you on in Greece. Escasa top. Pantaloni mu, piga spiti me afto. That's how you say. I poop my pants. <laughs> In Greek, by the way, it's been a very handy phrase to know here. Just finished up sailing for the week and I'm in Italy now. Found the Greek kebabs to be top notch, but still nothing on Ararats in Netherlands, which are actually world's best kebabs, and I won't hear otherwise. They say the Mediterranean diet makes you live longer, but I'd rather die than drink one more Greek coffee. Forget the country's crippling debt. It's this country's crippling inability to make a decent cup of morning juice that the EU really need to sort out. By the way, I thought Duck last week was great. It was nice to hear you guys all laughing together and and making jokes, and (laughs) I'm sure he sat where I normally sit. (laughs) I bet the listeners really loved him too. His stories probably weren't as long as mine, and they were probably more succinct. Now I think about it. If he's the duck, then maybe I'm the goose. Ρυπαντέρτσι. <laughs> 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 Weekend of sport, a couple, a couple crazy things, particularly around the Ashes, which we'll get to in a bit. Yeah. But let's start with the AFL. Duck, anything that stuck out before we I play the sting? 
Oh, obviously there's a fair few games that happen and some goals after the siren and some draws and things like that. So oh. hit that sting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Josh Garland with, with Sarvin trying to house down. I've got Giorgio boy what's, exists. What's going on here? We're all a bit oh, delirious yeah. on this pod today. <laughs> I'm good. Getting I'm happy with it. This is great. Um, yeah, big weekend of oh. AFL. Lots of good outcomes, like very close games outside of the Gold Coast Collingwood game. Very, very tight weekend of football, right? We had a draw. We yeah. had a couple other times. Oh, it's a draw, guys. Oh, the draw. You've know, you, you got some mate. things on the draw, right? What was it? Six eighteen plays, seven twelve. <laughs> Always. I'm gonna <laughs> make a big call here. I'm gonna make a big call here, guys. Josh, hit the drum roll. Are you gonna make it? I'd put the drum roll to finish. <laughs> yeah, Sydney 618. I think they need some goal kicking practice. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was a low blow, mate. How dare you? Oh, Pretty, yeah. big. <laughs> Pretty big. Far out. I do, this, you know, funniest thing I saw about this, and I always think about it when it's Friday night footy and there's a draw, just BT just in this point of complete fear. And someone's like, wait, BT, what rooms do you go to? And then he just completely freezes, swells up and then splits himself <laughs> in half. Like, <laughs> BT dies. That's how he dies. Tuck, what'd you make of the Houston goal? Oh, it was awesome. I actually watched this, the Houston goals at a curry house. We went out for dinner and my mates were watching it on the other side of the table with their phone. So very cleverly, my mate two dads got his phone, put it on video mode. Yeah. And we watched it as a reflection of that video so uh enjoyed some nice vindaloo as well oh, yeah <laughs> vindaloo yeah. and hurston kicking one after the siren houston absolutely launching it so yeah it was, nice. it was unbelievable like to kick a goal after the siren in an afl game must be the greatest thing ever yeah it's josh, right. josh yeah. messaged me after that call and goes okay who in the room said houston we don't have a problem <laughs> We don't under, don't as well underline. Well, I looked it up. We don't, do not. We, we do don't. not yeah. have a problem. I just kept commenting on every single post going, I tell you what, Houston, we don't bloody have a bloody, bloody problem, do we bloody? And then a lot of people were like, this is an L call. Fuck you. Fuck you. But then I looked, I'm like, I searched Houston problem on Twitter and the amount of journalists that were like, as soon as the siren ran, Houston, we have a problem. We don't have a problem. We don't. And so they just won't get any traction because it's so fucking lame. That would have been so devo. I feel sorry for them. Oh, I feel sorry for him too. Should be banned though, that's the kind of stuff. Yeah. If you want to be a good journalist, think of a new one. Yeah, like Houston, we don't have a bloody problem. Tell you that <laughs> yeah. bloody much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm, what, what about it? Yeah, what about what it? What are you going to do about it? We don't bloody have one. The Eagles game on the weekend. So West Coast, they've had a tough run. They've had a tough run this year and they come in, they're firing. Everyone's like, you know what? We're going to beat these guys. We're going to beat St. Kilda, low-scoring team. There's a chance we can win. I think they were paying $12 to one prior to the game. And they still came out and they won both, I think, the first three quarters. Mm. Very close to a win. Good effort by a team that has been so shit this year. After the first quarter... The, it's honestly the crowd, the applause. It sounded like Standing they won a ovation. flag. They like they <laughs> Even after the game as well. Oh, so much positive media around this um, loss. Um, mm. You know what they, they could have uh, reported on is that the Eagles still lost a game. <laughs> like they didn't hardly even but mention new, it. This is, the new, this is the new world that we live in, like with baseball <sighs> and cricket and stuff like that. So if you feel like you've won, you've won. So yeah, that's right. Right. The so Eagles felt like they won. Yeah, they should have probably sung the song as well. Okay. They, they did, yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> <They did. laughs> uh, but the biggest problem for that is the West Australians been going so hard with their shit uh, references, the, the, edit, the head editor of that place. 
with like the Godfather with Trevor Nisbet behind it, then the Three Stooges, like all the trashiest, shittest fucking back pages and all the crap that it comes on there. They would have just been like, fuck it, we've invested so much in this for them to go poorly. What if they turn the whole season around? They're like, shit. <laughs> like the editor of the West being like, please, please, fucking make it 100, please, please, please. We we said they're all getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> we need to fire everyone. Uh, Freo game, mate. Sorry to bring up again. Yeah, no, that's all right. We just sucked. We decided to play uh, inexperienced guys in the centre square and there's a bit of a controversial decision towards the end. But, look, that's life of being a Freo fan. They they kind of have their ups and downs. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Why are you it was the umpire's uh, fault. Uh, no, no, no. There was, there was, <laughs> a, there was yeah. a decision towards the end where Luke Ryan went for a mark and it got paid as unrealistic and he got his hand to it. So is that a free kick or not? And then Rory Lobb, of course, one of the – villains of the Fremantle mm. Football Club went back and jailed it and then we decided to put like guys who've hardly played footy in the centre bounce against I, like legends. So. I, I can't jokingly I mean, just, talk about free with you because it's just become so sad. Sorry, <laughs> I do again. No, no, we're just um no, we got some good young players and we'll be yeah, we'll be there and thereabouts in the next couple of years. So I, d- I did say did you see Ash Johnson from uh from the Collingwood Magpies is playing VFL on the weekend. Yeah. Uh he Slipped oh, yeah. his man, showed him the ball, then ran away, and the dude literally tackled him and dacked him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's trying to take a bounce. He hasn't taken a bounce did, in AFL football. Did he also run two meters out of bounds, and the, and the boundary umpire didn't pick it up before that incident? I don't know. He just got yeah. dacked. He showed his ass, and he got tackled. It was hell funny. And he showed the guy the ball, so it was just like too much arrogance. No sympathy whatsoever. One of my favorite things now that's going around is they'll add Looney Tunes sound effects, like cartoon sound effects, <laughs> to anything that's dumb, like something that's stupid. So this is Ash Johnson and someone's added the Looney Tunes sound effects to it. There's not enough noises in this yet. Let's just add a couple more. (laughs) It makes me laugh every time. Guys, I've been trying to get on Talkback Radio. I think my number's been banned on all three phones. It's really annoying. Did John get on? John didn't get on. Dylan from Midland didn't get on. It's annoying because then they answer the phone now. They're like, oh, hi. So I think we have to start extending my reach to like New Zealand, like the UK and stuff, especially with this bloody basketball. What about buy some burner sims? Yeah. <laughs> this is what the, this is what the um, people do to win radio competitions. Oh, really? They just buy different sim cards so their number doesn't get recognised. God, we'll talk about this in the... Um, Mail it in later about your job, Harry. But yeah, that must be so big in radio stations just oh, dealing with people that just like want an well, extra bumper sticker. That's yeah. a spoiler alert bumper sticker. Yeah. Actual spoiler. Nothing oh, of right. the way, guys. Um, first one was we like we like when people <laughs> we like when then clubs they add uh, like a tagline yeah. to like a post a yeah. score. You were saying last week, Duck how like why would anyone go to Twitter for the score update? I don't I don't understand it. Like there and might be it might be just a company policy or something yeah, to put and out. And also people who are on WhatsApp groups that ask for score updates. It's like you're on your internet on the phone. <laughs> you just like just check yourself. Type AFL. Yeah. And it comes up. This is an NRL one. The West Tigers, they had a terrible loss. They were 74 to 0. And the tagline said, no words. You know what's better than no words? No words. No <laughs> words. The guy's just like, hey guys, no words. We no this was a baddie. <laughs> Well, there are a couple words. There are a couple angry words in return, I tell well, you that no much. words is two words. Connor Daly submitted one to me um, 
Via DMs again, kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com is the um, correct method to send us correspondence here. No, it was good. And though, Connor, from the uh, Sandful, the North Adelaide Roosters had their first win in a few weeks and one fan had to come clean and comment on the Facebook post. Apologies to the Roosters. I stayed away today because I did not back them in to win. I won't doubt you again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is, this is another, you know, a couple more on the same theme of things that are so unnecessary to say. So <laughs> I had a, I, we were laughing about this this week. Yeah, I had a couple, saw a couple here. Eagles fans posting comments. Yeah, with information that no one gives a fuck about. So one was on a Facebook post about the Eagles waffle side taking on the local Claremont side last weekend. Jan says, sorry, even though I'm an Eagles member, I'm hoping Claremont win as my grandsons play for Claremont. Well, that's my sense. Thanks thank you, for letting us know, Thank Jan. you, Jan. And then there was another one, a Facebook post previewing the Eagles game against the Saints. Sue said, sorry, guys, can't go because it's my great niece's first birthday. Oh. <laughs> so thank you, Sue, for letting well, us so know. Thank you. Now we know. Yeah. Yes, now, now we know. And now you know. The coach, <laughs> the coach stops and goes, hold the fuck. Where, Where is Sue? Sue's not here. Check Facebook. <laughs> Check the Facebook threads. Oh, oh, everyone's uh, taking attendance. False alarm. Oh, get out, get out. <laughs> this one was sent in. So someone called Richard Dawson said he bumped into Merv Hughes at the Ashes and he wrote, been to cricket today, great day, met Merv Hughes. Have to say he's the biggest bellend I've ever met. Fuck off, back to Oz Merv. <laughs> making a living out of UK, you fat, miserable fuck. Merv Hughes directly replied saying, thank you very much for the positive feedback. It's very much appreciated, you flog. And then he's replied, proper Dick should be deported tonight. Forgot he's an average cricketer too. This guy looks like the most average bloke that eats chips through his nose or some shit <laughs> in an English pub, mate. The oh fact that Merv Hughes just with his um, handlebars just fires back. Whoever seems to like Merv Hughes, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say something yeah, bad Yeah, it's about weird. I've seen a few things on Twitter where people have had a crack at Merv Hughes and he's just, he doesn't hold back. Oh, he's going like, for yeah, it. fuck you, mate. Just like, <laughs> quite doesn't understand the medium that they're all fucking losers. Like, yeah. You know, a lot of people in Europe right now, this is a European nuffy. So, guys, if you can't okay. get to Europe, if you can't get to Europe, just yeah. know that you can actually find Europe in Perth. It's hard to travel. It's really, really tough. But you can find travel in just walking to your local cafe and leaving your phone at home and just oh. going a different route. Yeah, start observing more. Start fucking observing more, <laughs> Duck. I just don't. Oh. Like, I, just, I, th I think about, I think about like, the generation above us, like our parents and stuff like that, how much they travelled, and then our grandparents, how much they travelled, and people are now like, I need to go to uh, Europe. Yeah, I, I must go. And like, our grandparents are like, yeah, I went to Europe. Fucking fight in the war, mate. Yeah. Fight to the goddamn Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. That's travel. Yeah. They should offer that experience. John Marta uh, just messaged in, hey, Clifford, Big Ohos, and Vern Troyer. I don't know what that quite means. I'll take Clifford. You'll be Vern Troyer. Um, I've tried the direct <laughs> message several times, but they've remained unread. Anyway, um, see attached a couple interesting comments I've come across. Found this post about a Richmond after the last night's game. This is when they got smashed. I find the comment quite fascinating. There is no anger, no decision, and it's unbelievably specific. I'm not even sure if it actually meets Nuffy criteria, but I can't stop thinking about it. Maybe there's a lot to unpack. So there's the score, and it's on Richmond Tigers and Robert Gardner. So this man's avatar, he's a top fan, so obviously he's psycho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Robert Gardner should have watched Sarah's Istanbul Delights on SBS Food Channel. Oh, I wonder what she was cooking. Yeah. And it's just him on a horse with a goatee. And how's it called Istanbul Delights and not Turkish Delights? Yeah, good point. Stupid, huh? A well, big L. Maybe there's a late runner for the Nuffy of the Way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well done, mate. So thank you that's very much. A, that's a lay down Mazir. <laughs> <laughs>
delights. Eastenbull delights. We're in Turkey. What should we call it? Eastenbull delights. Eastenbull delights. <laughs> Bingo. Ding, yeah, ding, 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 ding. You make a good point. This is what you add that George Dyson on RIP. Um, <laughs> George died? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Carlton, <laughs> Carlton Football oh. Club Realist also submitted something doesn't add up. Essendon oh. beats Carlton. Carlton beats Gold Coast by 10 goals. Gold Coast beats Essendon very easily. What's the deal? This scenario is all Carlton. I, like many others here follow, this is every, like every four words is another line. We know they can achieve high things. What they can't as well. My take is that something was wrong at the club, but thankfully it's been resolved. What to expect second half of the season? Wins and plenty of them. What do you guys think? Mm, yeah, yeah we'll they get wins. <laughs> some, days, some days you're hung if you play footy and you just rock up, you know, with different mindset. You can't come every week, can you, Duck? You can't come every week. <laughs> well, you can't. You can't. Yeah. What's next? It's <laughs> <laughs> gone to basketball. Speaking of coming, um, there's oh. a new Ladbrokes ad, and they're trying to promote this like Ladbrokes hub, but they keep going. It's like that's right. You saw it on the hub, and I noticed. <laughs> Or their male dem- uh. demographic is just thinking, wait, Pornhub? I didn't say that. I didn't say that on the hub three times a day. <laughs> so weird. What? And then they're like, the Ladbrokes hub. And they're like, oh, wrong hub. Wait, they have porn now? There's another hub. Can you bet on porn? They're streaming <laughs> porn and betting on it too, like given the timing. <laughs> oh, that's not fair unless we do it. <laughs> Huzzah! Ashes round. That was a bloody good sting. You like the sting? Oh, my. The voice work. That is That is 100 times better and more effort than the sting I made for later. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Get excited about that. Guys, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I stayed up late to watch the full uh, first two sessions of The Ashes. Yeah. That were actually, well, until they finished. I reckon I watched day two, three, and four probably in its entirety. Really? Yeah, wow. What it, the Baseball, F- mate. Whoa. Baseball's mate, got know, you back by the Baz Balls. By, the, by both Baz Balls, mate. Seriously. <laughs> England going, fuck it. We'll just bounce these fuckers out. It's like there was so much controversy in the last day. There was the Johnny Bairstow wicket, Alex Carey. He's walked out of his crease. He's done it repeatedly a lot of the time. And so Carey's just had a fling as he's walked out again and he's knocked off the stumps and he's out. And they've reviewed it and he's out and, you know, everyone's booing. Everyone's going fucking nuts at Lord. The MCC members, the richest wankers ever are booing them and hissing. I didn't know hissing was a thing. When you're old men hissing, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What level of uh, wealth (laughs) do boos become hisses. I reckon 200 once pounds. You, 200 pounds. Once you're, um... <laughs> pounds. <laughs> once, it's not very effective. I reckon once you've been in the MCC for five years, you get your hissing yeah. badge and then you're allowed to hiss. The MCC in itself is very interesting. When I was over in Cardiff, actually went over there and lived there. Harry, unlike you, who was there when you were like two years old or whatever. Well, I was there for three when years. I, uh, when UK, I lived in uh, Cardiff, <laughs> I, got in, I got invited to play for the MCC. No against, way. Yeah, Southwest Wales. You can look it up. Look up Dust Nailmore on the internet. It's like the third thing down there. Um, took two wickets, didn't bat. But the MCC have rules. Have to roll in in a suit and tie. So yep. You have to wear a suit and tie to the game. Yep. MCC always bat first. And then they get to declare, and then they have a X amount of time until like six after six o'clock. You get an hour left, and it's like the match was drawn, and it was like had to wear a suit afterwards and take photos yeah. and stuff like that. And I've only got fourteen more games to play before I can become an exclusive MCC member. So 
Yeah. Well, what are you saying? Yeah. And you're not allowed to sledge or anything, so my way of getting around it would be like, it wouldn't be very MCC-like to say this guy's batting like an absolute fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and the like, other posh English guy's what? like, hey, Aussie boy, you are uh, so funny. You're so uncouth. Why do they get to bat first? Uh, it's just the rule. The rules are. They're like MCC rules. They're like, no, no, we get it. Yeah, so, no, so it's our So this is the hissing. <laughs> you know it's going to suck if they've actually got snakes in there and they can't tell. <laughs> Brent, yeah. And then Brendan McCallum going, oh, we're not going to have a beer with the Aussies after this one. Oh, oh, I think I'll survive. Big call. Big call. <laughs> and you know what? Beer with a you know what? Short New Zealand bloke, I'm going to put my geez. hand up. There'll, there'll be beers had after this series. Yeah. I'm telling you. There'll be beers had. I do, I, I do think they're so friendly on the field. I'm like, well, do they need to take this like enemy? They are public enemy number one, the English team or something like that, because they're all like high fiving each other and like being, you're all right. You're yeah. like, get the fuck off me, dog. Hiss. Yeah. It's but it is, I mean, that's the thing. The MCC, the long room, the the very much you stand there quietly and it's all old people, old dudes. Mm. And they're like, good luck, Aussie boy, but not too much. You know, like that's what they say to them and whoa, stuff like that. Hey, guys, just on the actual stumping incident, I was, you know, speaking of duck before, just for our non-cricketers, non-cricketing fans, <laughs> talk to us about how much of a dog act this, this actual, you know, incident was and your own experience you had. Look, so in terms of dog acts, it's not as bad as a mancad. So mancad mm. when you run in and, and you take the bales off. So we did that in a grand final once, Josh. I was telling Harry before, pre-pod. Yep. Um, mm. So in a grand final, we mancadded a guy, Scotty Holm. <laughs> really? And um, the umpire was like, are you sure you don't want to withdraw this appeal? <laughs> and we're like, nah, fuck him. <laughs> umpire didn't give us any more decisions the rest of the game. So All like right. we literally, I got this bloke out, plum elbow three times, and the, the umpire was like, not out. Like caught behind, not out. Because people hate it so much in Australia. Yeah. So like Mancad's like the ultimate dog act. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that stumping, I would say, is it's up there a little bit. It oh, is, really? Yeah, it's not the greatest thing to do. Like you should, especially because it was the end of the over. Yeah. So you oh, know, yeah, I was also saying, are, what, is the, what is the end of the over like? Well, it's a bit of a technical one. It's it's when the ball is dead and it's when both batters and the fielding side decide that it's dead pretty much. But the umpires can also call over. So if the umpire said over, midair, like as he's like, yeah, and that's the hard thing. But you see in the action, and I know this is a bit, bit not very humorous for this pod, but he literally gets it and throws it in one. Yeah, and that happened to you in a game. In the end, it's your fault for being out of the crease because Australia won. It's all funny for us because it's just yeah. them being sore losers. But people were digging up so much footage of Bearstow in the last two t- tests <laughs> doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And Stuart Broad being like, this is what you're going to be remembered for, mate. It's like, oh, I'd probably do some other stuff. Yeah, and Stuart Broad also schnicked one first slip in a game and didn't walk. And everyone's like, <laughs> remember that, bro, when you were like literally the world's biggest cheat? And even English guys were like, well, his dad was a cheat, so no doubt he's a cheat. Mm. Like English commentators. Well, they're big just- on bloodlines over there, so. Well. Yeah, uh, we had one expert actually chimed in after and a lot of the experts actually had Australia side. Yeah, and I know you've spoken about Carey or whatever and that is ruthless. Carey standing down the leg side, switched on, sharp, streetwise, bouncer. If he's standing the other side, he doesn't take that ball down the leg side. Three balls they noticed that Johnny Bairstow was leaving the ball and walking out of his crease. Ruthless, smart, switched yeah. on, run him out. So that's Nassar who's saying saying that next to a weird Kevin Peterson. I mean, that's the other thing. They're trying to be holier than thou. They won the 2019 World Cup when the ball got thrown and it hit Ben Stokes' bat. And in that situation, you don't run. It happened to go for four. So, like, it's all this stuff that's happened on their side that's be, they've been dogs. And they're like, one bad thing happened to them. And they're like, oh, Wah. what the hell? Wah. 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 
after that, there was a lot of controversy. They have to walk through the actual Lord's rooms, the MCC rooms, and there's all these stupid hissing fuckheads. But a couple of them got too close and apparently touched some of the Australian players, which is like, not on. I don't give a yeah. crap how many times um, your relatives have banged each other. You shouldn't get to, like, touch Australian yeah, athletes yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So apparently uh, they, they did a press release. <laughs> you don't give a crap, mate. Good that's policy. Our, that's our, well, like, you're really angry about oh, it. Oh, I was just like, who do you think you are? But uh, the MC originally released, like, oh, we don't think they need to be suspended. Now apparently they have been suspended. So I was thinking, like, that means there's three available. There's three spots available oh, to the MCC. Three guys? I'd love to get involved. There's three right here. <laughs> yeah. Georgia might be able Georgia. to pick him up on the way home, but it doesn't get one though. Why don't we give him a call and inquire about those three missing spots? Can you explain a little further? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, my mate Duncan, he's he's like loves cricket and that, and he um he suggested that like you you might have like three free spots because those blokes got suspended or something. Oh, uh, no, it doesn't actually work like that. You need to be nominated to become an MCC member, and then there's a waiting list. Oh, real. Um. Any, can you nominate me or can someone else or is that like... No, it'll be um, an MCC member needs to nominate you. Then there's an interview and then you become what's known as a candidate and then um, there's about an eight-year waiting list to become an associate member, so basically half a full member. And then to become a full member, um, there's about a 20, 20 years, so... It's quite quite a long process to become a full MCC member. 20, 20 years? Yeah, to become full. I guess I could try now. I'll chuck my name in it. <laughs> oh, we'll see you there. What an we'll amazing s- segment. We'll see yeah. you at the game. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you at the game. I don't know if this is true or not, but I tweeted today um, the names – oh, no, so the Daily Telegraph report- – Something you tweeted. Sorry, sorry. No, no, don't no, know if it's true. Whoa. Good. Jeez, um, your source is yourself and you don't know. That is journalism. The Daily Telegraph is something reported. I, just, I made them a little bit worse, but the names of the three play- the three people that have been suspended for allegedly getting a little bit too, too close to, like, Kawaja and stuff like that. Mm. Bartholomew Frinton Smythe, Humphrey Wigbert Porter Cockface, <laughs> Quinton Beckenridge Cock Floppington. Um, <laughs> I think they're almost actually real, but they might not be. But I also just add a lot of cocks in there and stuff like that. Because I find if they are real, they're the most like rich English names ever. So very funny day uh, on the internet with that sort of stuff. People actually losing their minds. Also a lot of British people I assume when they woke up were also firing back as well. Uh, it was just uh, on fire. The internet's been on fire for the last... And at the same time, Elon Musk tried to do something with Twitter, which I don't really get. How like, annoying was that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. But What's he tried to do? Well, he's like limiting the amount of tweets you can do or something like that. So you potentially like, have to pay more to view more and we're just trying to get the, like, oh, the people firing up. Money off what about me? I follow two people and haven't, haven't tweeted for about three years. So who's, I, who's the second person? Well, you and Alan Rascal. Oh, okay, cheers. <laughs> Purple Raid 95. Look him Facebook, up. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, so check it out. Purple yeah, Raid. Okay. Big shout out to them. I'll give you a fake follow-off, sure. Yeah. Get yeah, they're all worth it. Yeah. Do you know Alan Rascal? Alan, uh, I know he's dad dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Rascal's like the, the lifestyle reporter for Channel 9 Melbourne and he does every sign-off. Me and Harry like send each other the link. So he'll do a segment every week on like a cat that got a bath or some shit and then he'll always do a sign-off piece to camera where it's like a pun. You cheddar believe it, the Fromage à Festival is... The Big Cheese. It's International Cat Day and that can only mean one thing. Lots of pampered pussies.
Alan oh, Rascal. Awesome. <laughs> it Nine is, it is. Sounds like a bloody rascal. It is. <laughs> rascal by name. He's also, also hyper conservative <laughs> on Twitter. Like, you'd uh, be like, the, Liber- the, the <laughs> Labor <laughs> governor needs to be dethroned. The like, yeah. imposters hate them. And then he's also like, a cat fell in a, pot, a pudding. Anyway. <laughs> this um, is a pro rascal pod, just to put this put out. I think there. it's half pro. I think it'd be bad if he wasn't doing it. Um, the, the other weird thing this week was Ciappelli um, getting a little bit fiery with his old sparring partner, Duck. Yeah, so him and Ian Botham went on this TV show, which was about as good as the Warney uh, thing, where literally they <laughs> oh, so they, they sat down and they duked it out. I don't know if you've got the clip for it here. Being the worst long-time commentator of all, um, Cowan, Gutless, and they're all the good things I could say. Coward. Who am I coward of? Well, you stick an empty beer glass in a guy's face. That's how we Jeez, um, TikTok don't really like to uh, balance their audio that well, do they? Yeah, so that was Ciappelli. Ciappelli was asked to say something nice about both of them, and that was what he said. He's a coward. And yeah. he's the worst long-term commentator. So, I mean, these guys are both so old. Like, we are talking about before. Greg, uh, Ian Chappell, sorry, like, revolutionised the game with Kerry um, Packer, was a great Australian captain, you know, absolutely outstanding batter but he's just like the grumpiest old dude. And like when you look into his like, he'd always tell stories about, yeah, when I was a kid, my dad would throw a cricket ball at us so we'd toughen our hands up. And it's like maybe he grew up and his dad mm. was just pegging cricket balls at him. He also mm. got into sledging. He's like the first captain to or the first person to bring sledging into cricket like and because he, he was a baseball player and he played as the catcher and he just gets stuck into people and he's like, you cross that line and I'm going to fucking kill you, cunt. <laughs> and that's essentially it. And like, he didn't like Don Bradman. Jeez, he like, would have got Don a Bradman's a cunt. Like, fucking oh, I didn't really like, like Don either. A lot of people hated yeah. Don Bradman, hey? Like, yeah. like a lot of people. Uh, like, I didn't meet popular. him, yeah. but <laughs> I've never met him before. Not my Don Bradman is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's... <laughs> It's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he said, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah, what are you? What are you? What well, about you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <sighs> you need a brother in law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask my yeah. brother to divorce his wife, and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL open group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, See soccer and he's more. Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. So he's done a bit, I guess. Well yeah. Chappelle. So Chappelle's just an angry old dude. And, um, yeah, well, how can you be so angry? You're playing cricket. You're playing a sport essentially where you can wear long oh, pants and stand he, on, he, on the grass. Well, he was a part of the first lot of people who never got paid. Uh, so right. he was like, he's like a union boss essentially. Yeah. Like a big heavy hitting union boss. And yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of cricket stuff. Watch cricket in the seventies. Great documentary done by the ABC and cricket oh. in the eighties, cricket in sixties, cricket in fifties. Really good. Bit of Richie Benno in there and stuff oh. like that. I'll get right into get it into right it. after this. I've got the DVDs if you want to borrow them. It says here, Baz Ball, new ball suffix. I just don't like this. I put this in Josh. Okay. I don't like how everything's now ball. It's like Watergate. The mm. gate is now the suffix. 
So Bazball is now the so, – so if Adam Simpson starts winning games of footy, they're going to be like a Simpson ball. Oh, okay. It's like what, the, what is this simp ball? ball? Yeah, simp ball. Or, yeah. yeah. Don't Google that. They should <laughs> – <laughs> Whatever is – it's like Croatia ball, Uzi ball. ball. Yeah, ball ball, good basketball play. Ball ball. ball. Yeah. yeah. I actually saw that. Uh, there's a, there's a, there was a place in Collingwood called Ball Ball. And I was like, I don't know. Um, the NBA player had started a sushi restaurant. <laughs> you don't have a tumbleweed sound effect? Though? I actually got some crickets. I'll get them ready. Crickets for crickets. I downloaded crickets recently. Good. Should we move on? Yeah, definitely. Let's run, run, run. It's Athletics Corner. Beep, it a little beep. All right, Josh. Yeah, I thought I'd bring this one to the table first. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, First podcast last week, I was, I was packing it. I didn't know what to – I'd never met you, Josh, before, Harry. Didn't know how a podcast with you, you know, the chemistry and mm. things like that. I thought yeah. it was really fantastic to the point where Giorgio should probably, I don't know, stay in Greece forever. One way. What's, that, what's that name? I've, ne- I've actually never heard of that name before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but last week in the, in the athletics meet, uh, a young lady from Belgium had to run mm. in the hurdles – and the fact of the matter is, is that she's a shot putter, not a not a hurdler. So she, her name was uh, Jolene, just slowly plopped over the hurdles, and it got me thinking: Should we be getting people maybe out of the crowd for every athletic event mm-hmm. in the Olympics and just going bang? Let's how these is how quick normal people are, and this is how quick athletes. So are. people just have the perspective, it. yeah, because this they- lady was like, <laughs> hop, <laughs> step over. <laughs> <laughs> I've got six, six more hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, duck. Meanwhile, someone that like actually trained for ten years that could have been not there. in. No, no, don't okay, get in the get top in. eight. No, no, number ninth. No, no, no. Let's get, let's get the shot putter. <laughs> what a hilarious joke and or story. Uh, thanks, George. Golf as well. Golf. That could be. It should be an amateur golfer. I for, think for all of it. Cruising I always, around. Actually, one of my biggest pet peeves is when um, uh, journalists on like podcasts or reporters, they go, oh, I could have bloody kicked that. And it's like, guy that's been sitting down for 50 years writing, you'll snap everything if you do anything. Mm, yeah. um, like Zach Lowe, the NBA writer, he's always like, I mean, these guys are so open. And I could have hit that three. I'm like, no, you couldn't, Zach Lowe. You're five foot six. <laughs> no, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, like, no, he's like, of course he couldn't. Yeah. They're going to get out and block the shit out of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's probably going to miss it. But it's, it's like that even with basketball, like seeing how big, like those guys are all massive. Yeah. And it's like, because they're all playing with each other, you're like, oh, they're not really that tall. No. They're, all, they're all probably 5'7", five, 5'8", five, maybe. Yeah, and then you meet Josh Giddy and become his best friend and then, yeah. you know, it doesn't seem that weird anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else on that one? Oh, uh, yeah, the other weird. thing that I saw is that there might be a drug Olympics coming out soon. So... Uh, <laughs> the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm talking open everything up. That's what yeah. I'm all about, the Olympics. I hate mm. the cheats. I hate the, the drug cheating and stuff like that. Russia got banned and now they just perform under the, like the IOC banner. It's really weird. There's all this <laughs> random stuff happening, you know, going back in the day, Flojo and all these other people who always Just cheated. quickly, don't you reckon the Olympic thing with the um, IOC banner, it's like you bloody cheaters, from now on you get a slightly different banner. <laughs> It's like yeah. you're not banned. That's you're harsh. You're no, slightly that's, use different banner, right? That's harsh. They got yeah. used to that banner. They loved it. <laughs> yeah. But imagine, hey guys, imagine how many um, people have got away with it. 
Imagine how many people out there have got a medal going, I cheated. No one got me. That's, they win. That's a good point. They win. A lot of cyclists. So, continue, please, Duck. Sorry. Yeah, so uh, it's just a little bit of a different thing. But I'm all about that in the Olympics. I, I'm a big fan of, like, just open slather. Like, let's stop baiting around the bush with, like, oh, you know, this is not performance enhancing. This is da-da-da. Just let it go. And if someone wants to run 100 metres in, like, eight seconds and their heart explodes <laughs> at the end of it, don't care, baby. I just want to see that going across the line. And just like heart coming out of their chest, like exploding. Eyes <laughs> coming out. Well, that, that's where my head out goes every time. It's just like heart explosion. It's just like, is it, you know, like, because someone's going to take it too far. What if I pump uh, steroids directly into my heart? Like that'll make my heart muscles stronger, right? Is this how it works? No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Thanks, Georgia. It's <laughs> in hot water on the eve of the playoffs. And to talk a tomato. <laughs> you don't like that? You don't like NBA basketball? Pop Diddly D! It's good! Wins the game That's the buzzer! NBA trade time. People going trade time, trade time going here. Money flying around everywhere, guys. Talk to me about the latest trades. Are you getting your one question in? Yeah, my basketball one question. Guys, Australia have a new. Boomers, and I don't mean the Australian team. Mic drop, mic drop. Duck keeps leaving me hanging. I keep having a s- small. Uh, Paddy Mills and Jack White have both signed with the Oklahoma City Thunder. What oh, what? So now we have three Australians on the same NBA team. I'll tell you what team I'm watching next year. The, the Thunder. Judge yeah, oh. no, oh, okay, sorry. Oh. The Thunder. No, it's good news. Uh, so Jack White is a two-way, two-way player. With Denver, he just won a championship. Didn't really use any time because he was a two-way player. But he's a very good player, and he'll eventually find a role somewhere, hopefully. Paddy Mills goes there as a senior head as the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're rolling. The next couple of years, they'll be a serious contender. So they're one to look out for, mate. Nice. And Jack White, also a very good musician. I just got to double-check they're the same one. Yeah, it's not that, the same guy? No, no, same guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. And he's from Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nice. yeah. Asterix. So there's um, a Jack White out there and a Jack Black. Oh, oh, oh no. this is going no. fucking weird. You know what though? It's so weird. They're born on the exact same day. The opposite of Jack White be Jew Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love it. Yes, it fucking would. This is bullshit. Jew <laughs> <laughs> Black. A bit of WNBA news: An Australian Ezzy Magbegger, she won her first All Star, so she's a really oh, good nice. player for the Opals, and she's like uh, kind of taking the spot as the All Star center that Liz Cambridge has left the void of of this superstar. She's really young, but she's a really good player and everyone loves her too. So kind of the exact opposite, but with the talent of Liz Cambridge, Jambage. So yeah, good on her for making the all-star team. Yeah, yeah. Play, averaging like 15 points per game in the best comp in the world. It's lights out and away we go. That's the new F1 thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, Max Verstappen took out the Austrian GP. Wow. Uh, no one can touch him. Wow, <laughs> Josh. No one can bloody touch what him. What about MCC? Members? You guys thinking oh, oh, they yeah. can, can touch anyone. Touch yeah. They Hey, guys, guys, seriously. <laughs> you. Well, there's two versions of the word. There's the sexual and there's also just molesting and touching someone without the Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, so Max Verstappen won the Austrian GP, <laughs> just in case we need to start that one again. Um, you guys you guys over there thinking umpiring AFL's hard. Yep. Try umpiring Formula One. 
They were up to <laughs> they were up to bloody done. They were up to fifteen hundred offences to investigate during the race. All right, guys, and Jesus. the final results weren't actually published until four hours after the race had finished. Whoa. Uh, yeah, all the penalties coming through. Holy moly. A lot of breaching track limits, um, which is apparently notorious at the uh, Red Bull ring. Um, the steward's message about final pen- penalties, um, they signed that off with a note. The stewards very strongly recommend that a solution be found to the track limits situation at this circuit. So they've obviously just done like six hours of work <laughs> investigating all these fucking cars running off the road. And then that's our little message to say, fucking sort it out. Hey, um, something needs to be done. See, uh, our shift's over. Yeah, please. Um, I had a couple of ideas. Umpires every 50 metres on the track. Mm. What, with on the track? Yeah. You have to go around them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bouncing well, the ball. Wait, would we give, should, we, should, we give, should we give him a helmet, maybe? Bounce the ball, up there. Bounce it! Bounce the ball! If you're going, if a F1 is going at full pace and you have these guys yeah, standing like on the track, 400. do their legs just chop off? Do they not actually fly to their legs chop off? And their legs chop off, yeah, and they'd stay airborne for a bit, right? And then they'd land and on they'd their slowly, knees yeah, by their drops. And then they'd be alive still. And they go, hey, 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 get back here with those knees. Then that, then you'd have to have someone. Catching umpire. Then you'd hope someone's either in the crowd as a surfboard or a um, bodyboard so you could use the... Um, Leash is a tourniquet. Yeah, yeah. For their course. legs, yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's. Bring <laughs> <laughs> anything else. Someone has to have a surfboard or a bodyboard. Well, at least someone <laughs> is yeah. planning for this. They're, well, they're clocking off. The way they're doing it. Seriously, like the guy. <laughs> See, these umpires. Can I bring you my surfboard? Just in case an umpire. Gets his leg chopped off, and I'll turn. You know when the, the you know when the ball moves. You're laughing, but when it happens, <laughs> fuck you, duck. You know when the ball moves out of an umpire's zone, yeah, and they're like yours. Yeah, the, they ca- their the car moves moves through. Yours, and there'd be a lot of that happening because there's one every fifty meters. You know what? We'll um we'll submit it. I don't know. If I mean, the other idea yeah. was well, to Mikey go for it. No, Mikey. <laughs> The other idea was to build walls around the track. But did you guys see the jetpack crash? This lunatic flying around in his jetpack before the race. Can you explain why off. that happened? It looks like so there was a, there were two guys entertaining the crowd on these jetpacks. You know, hey, a lot of military applications for these guys. I can't reveal too much about that use though. Mm. Okay. I'll get in big trouble. Um, this guy pretty much lost a bit of thrust. He lost a bit of thrust in his jetpack, and you and you can see him realise mid mid air. He, he must be about, luckily only like five meters off the ground. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit! So he almost starts like, right running in air because like, well, what else are you gonna do? I guess. And then he just fucking eats shit. We're so desperate to get jetpacks. These last forty years, everyone's so desperate for jetpacks, <laughs> and they still haven't figured it out. Because I would not go on one. Oh, okay. why, why not? Well, just it's like awesome. guys are eating shit and they're pros at it. Imagine me, my lanky ass. I haven't seen many, um, yeah, people eating shit. It was a shame, though. I mean, he did, he did, um, he did get, he did get, he got up, he got up and was like, yeah, like, you know, was like, oh, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. But he's like smiling and like limping at the same time, like completely I fucked. Every bone in my body. <laughs> I mean, the great thing, the great thing there was the broadcast switched immediately to Oscar Piastri, who was in the garage and notoriously chilled guys. He said, Josh, and he was just like. I think he wanted to laugh so bad. <laughs> He's like, oh my fucking God. We that guy could have died. Breakups, hookups, scandals. We know your darkest secrets. Sports gossip. Sports gossip. That's right, guys. It's time for another one. 
edition of Sports Gossip. What's happening in the Sports Gossip world, guys? Kicking off with Taylor Swift, making headlines all over the country, selling out shows at the MCG in Sydney. Oh, my God, guys. You guys get a ticket? No. I didn't try. I got pretty sick of seeing all these newsrooms being like, people in our actual newsroom are trying to get tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Every office worldwide, mate. It's Taylor, Taylor Swift, come on. Yeah. You know who did get one, guys? Collingwood tour man, Mason Cox. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and he's been a, uh, forced to apologise to Swifties following his recent purchase of the highly coveted tickets um, because Cox tweeted this. I want to sincerely apologise in advance for... Who has tickets behind me at the Taylor Swift concert? I know you paid a lot, but I don't care. T-Swift is more important. Ooh. You're like, T-Swift the GOAT. He's oh. going to be. That's a good Yes, he's, yeah. he's going to. Terrible. Oh, yeah, no, I decided not to even. <laughs> I thought you were doing no, it. I was trying my I was trying my No, no, actually, Dark, there's one thing on this podcast. I am the American accent guy. All right, mm. well, let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> I want to sincerely apologise in advance for <laughs> Sounds like you're doing the video no. one again. It's like, I want to sincerely apologise <laughs> to all the men. Being tall at concerts, guys, a bit of a problem, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, big time, big time. It is, it is a problem. It and is. People I, get angry at you if you're standing in front of them. It's oh like, my God. well, this is more, like I'm standing and unlucky. Oh, guys, you know, he's have some festival days, you know. He's going to, there's one here in WA called Southbound, famous festival. I'd be there. Mate, would you bloody move out of the way? I can't see shit. You know, mm. next thing you know, I'm always almost at the front entrance and about, might as well just leave. Yeah. Either that or, can I go on your shoulders? Yeah. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Mm. Depends how strong I was feeling. And how and what they looked like as well, because <laughs> you can you can hurt your back doing that stuff, and you're <laughs> yeah, not covered. You, can, yeah. you don't get tall people people on shoulders insurance. You can't buy that. No, I might start bringing it out. People, people forget. Guys, Fast X star and WWE <laughs> legend John Cena was simply trying to enjoy some lunch at a restaurant when a fan demanded him to say his famous "You can't see me" catchphrase. Cena had other ideas. Sorry. He just wanted to enjoy some time with his friends, guys. Seriously. Celebs getting hassled out in the public. When they Happens just, to me all the time. Mate, seriously. A similar this incident way. actually occurred when Kick It Forward's very own Harry Fitzgerald was trying to enjoy a meal out with his family. Fitzgerald is, of course, famous for saying order during the Harry's Big House <laughs> segment. <laughs> and I've got audio of that as well, Josh. Hey, Harry's Big House, give us an order. <laughs> Hey, sorry, mate. I'm uh, just trying to enjoy a bit of dinner with the wife and kids. <laughs> Thanks for listening, though. Nah, do it. It'll be hell good. Order. <laughs> mate, I'm really sorry. That's just something I do for the podcast usually. Oh, man, come on. Perform for me, you clown. Order, order. Mate, would you leave us the fuck alone? Get the fuck out of here and get a fucking life. Daddy, what does fucking fuck mean? <laughs> <laughs> Little Terry... <laughs> Fuck is when two people that love each other very much uh, use their penises and their vaginas to have sex. Uh, it's how we made you. A little ray of sunshine. Did you fuck mum last night? <laughs> well, Terry, uh, your mother and I don't really do that anymore. Um, ever since you started wetting the bed, then lying in so much of your piss that you have nightmares about drowning and then wanting to sleep done. with us. Order. Oh, I don't know how they got such good, good audio of that, that situation. Oh, my God. So, because so, little Terry and the guy and you all sound similar. What are you talking uh, about? So, Harry Fitzgerald, who does the Harry's Big House. Justice Fitzgerald, yeah. Justice Fitzgerald, mm. sorry. He's not you. 
No. no. you got to understand. It's a yeah, Jekyll and yeah, yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we're with Harry and he's downing, he's drinking all the beers at Optus Stadium and <laughs> yeah. someone comes and goes, hey, man, order, order. And he's like, Couple more beers. what have I created? I'm just here doing my job, emptying this place of fluids and these people come up and bother me. Someone did ask me to give him an order at the pub last weekend. They it was fucking things, funny. Man. Yeah, it's funny as hell. <laughs> That's all the sports gossip, guys. Wow. Good headlines, guys. Tight, tight headlines. Um, really enjoyed it. It was a good one. Uh, we've got a very special package today. Woodstock 99, ever heard of it? Mm, big time. Yes. Big time. Yeah. Did you see the doco by any chance, Doc? I did see part of the doco, yes. Do you happen to know? I, know, I saw the one. Yeah, no, I did see the doco. Not the Bill Simmons one, the other one that was on Netflix. There, were, there ended up being two of them. Well, it was a, basically a, a catastrophic concert where there was a lot of terrible things that happened, particularly to women during the concert because it was so poorly organised. There were riots and it was in a period where music was so aggressive at the time too. Do you know who the two Australian acts were on Woodstock 99 if you look up the poster? Oh, I reckon back at the Killing Heidi, maybe. Close. Jebediah. Close. <laughs> Closer. Uh, Grinsburn. Ben Lee. Oh, love that track. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Catch my disease. Yeah. And the Umbilical Brothers. Roll the tape. <laughs> Last year, there were two dockers released about the same train wreck of a concert, Woodstock 99. How are you guys doing today? Welcome to Woodstock. Not how could this have happened, but how could it not? The 30-year anniversary of the 1969 iconic event ended in catastrophe with fires, sexual harassment and riots fueled by corporate rock like Corn, Kid Rock and Limp Bizkit. Add in searing heat and complete negligence from the organiser and the palpable anger materialised with an explosion of destruction set to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now I know what you're thinking. Two docos on the same event in the same year? That should be enough, right? Wrong, idiot. At the end of last year, a friend we'll call Steve, because that's his name, reached out to see if I'd come across the Australian legacy from the event. Oi, Josh, I tell you what, there's a wee YouTube video about this thing, yeah? And it tells a tale. That's me putting on Steve's voice. He's not actually Irish, I just like doing it. I looked up the video and my life would never be the same. The Umbilical Brothers, popular mimes and comedians from the 90s and 2000s, faced a riled up Woodstock crowd for over five minutes. Are you having fun so far? Cool, all right. Now, how many of you have already taken drugs? If you haven't heard of them, they were an advertiser's dream with their inoffensive mime comedy. But punching each other in the face and drinking hot dog flavoured water for three days takes a toll and the crowd weren't having it. What the fuck is this shit? It's tough to sit through, but if you can clockwork orange yourself, it's worth it. Don't dance to this! Hey, let's all keep in touch! I tried to reach out to the Umbilical Brothers for nine months. Initially, they couldn't participate because they were part of George Miller's next Mad Max movie, which are notoriously intense. After nine attempts and email exchanges with their management, I gave up. <laughs> but the other Aussie act that weekend was Ben Lee. 
who at the time was one of Australia's biggest stars, coming off the hit song Cigarettes Will Kill You and dating Romeo and Juliet star Claire Danes. It was one of those gigs we all just wanted to get in and out of. And I just remember our tour manager, as we pulled into the festival, our tour managers turned, I'll never forget this, he turned, looked over the, his driving car, he turned over and he said, smells like death in here. In show business, there's like all varying levels of competency. Um, so you go from everything that's like really professional events to really disorganized, but it's rare that they're that disorganized when they're that big. Like often disorganized things are kind of small and amateurish. Um, the mixture for this was, yeah, it was like the mixture of the the size of it and the lack of competency. So like Firefest, say, when you watch that doco, there's actually like not that many people there. Mm. You know what I mean? The way, I don't know what it was. It was like a few hundred people or something who are playing like a premium rate. But this was thousands and thousands and thousands of people. So the types of fans they had, the types of music they were making and their message or lack of was just created like kind of an awful atmosphere in pop music. It was it was really pushed by major labels and money and radio, but like it was about, you know, white, <coughs> young white suburban people who the disaffected, depressed, rageful white youth of American suburbia had been, you know, they wanted to kick and scream. So. <laughs> I mean, they still do. They all became Trump voters now. It's just so, it's like they are a certain demographic that are prone to throwing cultural tantrums. So, I'm sorry, a fourth documentary needs to be commissioned about Woodstock 99, one entirely about the Umbilical Brothers' infamous matinee. But for now, at least we still have the video. What the fuck is shit? Thanks to Ben Lee, and a link to the video is in the description. I wish I could say that everyone was wrong. Oh. Mr. President, can this wait? Oh, I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's big house. Bad boys, bad boys. Hmm. It's an interesting part of this podcast, isn't it, guys? You know, when we when we started doing this, it was all a bit of fun. It was, you know, a catch up about the weekend. Well, it's not some, anymore. Some headlines, great, great fun. An audio package that is um, informative yet entertaining. Yes. And Harry's big house started, and things got pretty serious. It muddied the water a bit, didn't it? It's it it changes my emotions every way. The dog outside take on um, take their toll physically and mentally. So if I'm ever looking a bit down, guys, you just know that I'm going through all these cases and thank you to everyone for sending them in. Kick it forward, mailbag at gmail.com. I'm doing my best to get to all these cases. Now, um, what do you need in a courtroom, guys? What do you need? And what, do you, what are you going to spend the taxpayer dollars on? You know, sometimes people spend uh, the, the dollars on silly things, mm. but the taxpayer's dollars this week go towards... We've got a gavel. We've got a gavel. We we ordered some other something else, something else for this segment. And I go to Harry, get a gavel while you're at it. 
And you yeah, go, yep. yep. And then I, I get this bill for $44. It's the, <laughs> I was thinking an $8 gavel yeah. and it's like, well, I need the base and it needs to be metal. I need the base. It's a fucking great gavel. It's got a little bit of metal on Look it. Look at this gold. thing. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome and it unscrews. It's like stuff. a real judge would have that. Like a travel gavel, this yeah. one. It travel unscrews. <laughs> yeah, it goes. Can, you can, can I hear it again? Can... I want to compare it to our fake. I, I'm sorry to tell you guys, all our gavels we've been running You're recently. You're joking. Hang they're, on. They're actually fake this whole time. Let me move this microphone. Wow. Yeah, I think Duck liked the other one. <laughs> yeah, the acoustics in a... In a yeah, uh, sorry, this is a real quorum. Guys, got, order. 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 Oh, wait, no, that was travel. <laughs> get travel violation. Whoops. Fucking hell. Fuck me too. Travel violation. <laughs> not even travel. Travel violation. Travel. So you don't, you don't have a... So someone called a travel. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's an easy mistake to make. Well, I guess it's good that we finally got my bloody things replaced. Josh, if you could please start playing the violin and the piano. This is another emotional one. And I'm also going to warn um, everyone that this one is a little bit R-rated. So, um, Thanks for warning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's is All the Fs and Cs we dropped for 19 episodes. Yeah. So where's the violin this in this sound? What? He said, play the violin and the piano. It's, you're supposed oh. to start playing a duck. Oh, sorry. Oh, you, did you forget how to play? Well, looks like a duck can't play a violin. What is that? Order, order, order. All right, Thomas writes in. <laughs> G'day, Frodo Savini and his two lanky shadows. I would like my mate to be punished due to emotional distress on my behalf caused by his actions. All right, Tom, see what you got. We were on an end of season footy trip sinking 27 beers per hour and fast forward to the Friday night where after so a fast. wet walk home at about 3am, I've decided to have a hot shower. Halfway through said hot shower, my mate has strolled into our shared suite with the same idea in mind. Instead of waiting for me to finish, he has decided to strip off and intrude my sacred sanctuary by joining me in the shower. <coughs> Order. <laughs> Myself, not wanting to wrestle my mate whilst we are both drunk, wet, and have our three-inch destroyers out blowing in the wind, <laughs> decided to swallow my pride and reluctantly just allow this to happen. Said mate sent, then sent photos and videos to the footy group chat, which caused me to cop shit for the rest of the trip, therefore nearly ruining the entire experience. Now, you may be thinking, <laughs> what could be worse than that? Oh, Josh, order. Stop crying, mate. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Well, what he did the next night would give the first night a run for its money. <laughs> what the... Fast forward to the Saturday night, almost same situation has occurred, except he is in the shower while I'm strolling through the door. I stumble my way up the stairs to hop into bed when all of a sudden the bathroom door flies open. Here is my mate in the shower with a lady he has pulled from the night out both happily beckoning me to come join them in the shower and then to participate in some X-rated activities afterwards. Now, you may be asking, what is so terrible about this situation? Well, myself, says Thomas, whom, whom is in a happily committed relationship, has been given the ultimate decision, choosing between respecting my relationship or participating in my dream activity, a two-male threesome. <laughs> Order. Order, order. I dreadfully and regrettably turned this offer down, thus ruining the second and final night of my football trip. The emotional pain of being violated and humiliated by my mate one night and then the physical pain felt in my cock watching a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity slip away 
because my mate offered the forbidden fruit to a committed man is too much to bear. Would appreciate any opinions, advice, and or ruling on the matter. Kind regards, Thomas. Um, first of all, order. Is everyone okay in here? I am. I'm uh, pretty upset. Yeah. Well, just being put in that moment, you know, the three-inch destroys. <laughs> I like how he had to swallow his pride. Maybe something else. I sensed well. footy chat. It was homoerotic. It had to be footy chatty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, some good themes you bring up here. Mm. I'm going to start this off by saying um, order. On a way. What? And I think of that. <laughs> Two separate charges here, boys. Charge one, the sharing and distribution of nerd content into the group chat. I'm also going to assume that despite embarrassment, there is a certain level of permission in said photos consent. being shared. Yeah, consent. In the footy team group chat because we don't want any real crimes of illegal photo distribution to come to the surface. Of course. Um, charge two, offering a dream threesome scenario to your mate when they are currently in a relationship. <laughs> to which their own. <sighs> footy trips, eh, hey, lads? Yeah, footy with the bullies. Bloody footy trips, guys. I've been around a footy club long enough to know that sometimes <laughs> things get a little bit out of hand. <laughs> Let's talk about charge one. Thomas, your mate's an impatient bugger, isn't he? Could he not have waited just a few more minutes before having a shower to himself? Maybe it was a very wet, cold night, but even if he did feel the need to save water, then I'm not sure it was necessary to bring a phone in. Even though his said distribution of these revealing photos led to embarrassment and mockery from teammates, I honestly can't think of many footy team group chats that don't have a couple of penises in them. It's also no doubt quite disappointing that your penis ended up in the group chat because of your mate. It's safe to assume that this mate is that one guy on the team that is the nudist. Every club has them. They're often the guys that perform tricks with their penis. And while it's extremely funny to everyone watching along, it still doesn't mean that everyone wants to get their junk out. Mm. However, I do think that when you agree to go on a footy trip, you automatically put yourself in a compromising position. I also would like to assume that everyone on the team loves you like a brother and you should be happy that you're surrounded by people who don't mind jumping in the shower with you and don't mind having a few naked selfies or videos with you. Thomas, I haven't seen these videos and I don't particularly want to, but I'll help you save face by confirming that you're probably a grower, not a shower. Josh, could you please pass me my flamethrower? I'm gonna incinerate this charge right now. <laughs> oh, hang on, I've made a bit of a mess. Duck, can you pass that broom, please? <laughs> Thanks. Oh, Josh, get, get that trash can for me, would you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. There you go. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Actually, I don't want this anywhere near my courtroom. Sorry. Bring in the cannon. It's <laughs> 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 fucking heavy, mate. Yeah, Ooh. that's fine. There, that's <sighs> yeah, that's fine. There, I just put this bin in the cannon. Okay. Oh, Duck, you got a lighter? I do. Here you go. <laughs> Thanks, let's get, let's get rid of this thing. Oh, Josh, quickly, open the window. Fuck! <laughs> okay, that's charge one sorted. God. Okay. Yeah. Order, charge two. Oh, it's what so smoky in here. What an interesting, turn the fan on. <laughs> what an interesting position to be in for charge two. Thomas had just shaken off his concerns from the night before. And bang, deja vu on night two. That could be a good movie, actually. Walking home in the rain again, possibly wondering what bullshit his mate was going to pull on him tonight. At least this time, 
They wouldn't have to share the shower, but the offer of a threesome might have been the only time that Thomas wanted to get in there with his mate to get all nice and clean. One thing we can't look past here is the excellent teamwork that this footy club is displaying both on and off the field. But who in their right mind would just have, you know, wave the opportunity for a threesome in front of a committed man? Thomas, well done for staying strong and making it through the night. You're a true hero for not cheating on your partner. And people probably don't get celebrated enough for not cheating on their partner. Mm. Yeah. I've always said that. I reckon you've gone home to your partner after that trip, smiled at them. Not because you knew you didn't slip up, because your actions that night solidified the relationship. You knew you'd picked a winner. How to punish a guy flaunting his sexual nonsense all over the place, though. A guy who thinks it's funny and acceptable to be enticing his teammates into eating the forbidden fruit. A guy who caused, and I quote Thomas, physical pain in his mate's cock. There should never be any physical pain in your cock. Never, <laughs> ever. Order. Order. <coughs> All right. <laughs> Thomas, mate, you've been found guilty of charge two. And I actually had a really tough time coming up with the punishment here because I feel like deep, 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 deep order, deep down in your heart, you were just trying to spread the joy and get the party started. I refer to the trial of the United States versus Frank Abagnale. From the movie uh, Catch Me If You Can, starring Leo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks, a lot of people would be familiar with um, con artist Frank Abagnale's cunning schemes and ingenious fraudulent behaviour. And after serving uh, his five years of his 12-year sentence, he was paroled on the condition that he helped the FBI uncover check um, forgers. Thomas's mate, <laughs> you're far too talented to just be serving a straight punishment for this case. And I really hope this is the last time I see you in my courtroom. <laughs> Order. <laughs> You're now going to begin a suspended sentence of buying Thomas flowers with a strict condition. It would It's just going to be a waste of your partying skills if you don't do something with them. You're hereby sentenced to two years of service on the social committee at the footy club. Your presence on this committee will take footy club parties to the next level, which will in turn increase revenues and membership for years to come. Parole officers will be taking attendance at committee meetings, and if you violate any conditions, then you will be ordered to buy the flowers. Case closed. Order. Wow. Wow, that was a lot. God, yeah, it was difficult. Then I just thought, Leo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks, mm. catch me if you can, Frank Abagnale. The way you can just rationalise it and bring it up, Harry, you honestly have a gift. <laughs> I think, Thanks, Harry, order. Less flowers, more shooting yourself. <laughs> oh, not back to the shooting yourself <laughs> yeah. one. Bring it back, bring it back. Bring it back. I've probably established it's too messy. It's dark. messy, dark. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but you always get people to buy each other flowers. Yeah. Maybe the flowers No, this was a suspended be. sentence. Yeah, but the, can the flowers be... I thought maybe... I've the, only handed out two what, flowers. What the punishment could have been is that... This the, guy, fuck Harry. Guy. Side by Harry. Side by, Side by approach, um, approach the bench. This guy, is, I just, I just, he's just calm and he's... He keeps changing your verdicts. He doesn't yeah, understand I know. the boss. Giorgio just listens there and enjoys the verdicts. Offside by, continue, Doc. <laughs> yeah, continue. So why don't you make it so the guy, and this might be harsh punishment to enforce, but the guy who enacted the threesome, tried to get it going, now has to try and get this bloke and his missus to have a threesome with him. <laughs> Once <laughs> again, <so> approved. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Muscles, great superstars, hold regards. You've got mail. Welcome to the mailbag where we hear from you, the fans. You're sending your correspondence via that be email, phone number, kickerfortmailbag at gmail.com 
Or, uh, I don't know, IRL had one on uh, Saturday. I think I already said Milan gave me a free beer and he said, give me a shout out. And I said, if that's the price, shout out's inbound. That's how much it costs to sponsor the pod these days. That's one beer. beer. That's one actually more, beer. That's more than our sponsorship currently right yeah, now. Boy. The $14 I saved on that. Uh, guys, I'm just going to go through the elongated process of calling up our voicemails. <laughs> Good. The whole Mason Cox pissing and sink thing. Um, actually got some inside info. He doesn't piss in sinks, but... There was one time where I was at a bar in Collingwood and um, I was at the urinal, you know, had like two beers, so I was, yeah, fucked. <laughs> anyway, so Big Mason Cox walks in and I'm at the urinal and kind of holding my beer in my mouth over my face. And I say, oh, my fucking God, dude, it's Mason Cox. I'm a big Collingwood supporter. Anyway... Um, and I turn around to give him a fucking handshake and yeah, he's seen the Johnson, the beers hit the ground and he said in his American accent, nah, dude, you've got your fucking cock in your hand. Yeah. Safe to say it's a weird piss moment with Mason Cox at a year and all. And yeah, he does not piss his thing. Yeah. Wow. Fuck <laughs> Case off. closed. Case closed. <laughs> Order. Wow, we got a couple judges around here. <laughs> but I don't understand how meeting him in a urinal once means that he doesn't. Piss yeah, and doesn't prove anything. That proves absolutely nothing. Inconclusive. Yeah. Uh, the number is oh four two six zero seven one two nine six. Call through and leave a voicemail. Preferably not Georgia length like that one. Um, <laughs> emails, Jess. Whoa. G'day, Lavahead Goldfish in National Park. I'll take National Park. <laughs> hey, no, no, Jess can be a boy's name. Jess Sinclair. Oh, right. Dockers. Fair mm, enough. Jesse. Don't mm. know if you... Oh, Jesse. Don't know if you're familiar with the hit American TV show Impractical Jokers. However, St. Kilda defender Dougal Howard appears in an episode shot in New York. Be interesting to hear how it occurred, etc. Anyways, have a good one. Hooroo. Thanks, Jess. Wow, Dougal Howard is on Impractical Jokers. Yeah, those guys still get some hits, don't they? They those bloody get some hits. They get the some... engagement. Yeah, they do. It's just, you know what? Good, clean fun. Mm. We should collab with them. I think we should. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll hit them up. We should collab one day, one day. Yeah, what about Jack Burns? Um, hey, Fingerers and Josh. Oh, I'll take Josh. <laughs> 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 Recently got my mate onto your pod as he's deaf, so he should like it. <laughs> so he should like it. Jeez. Oh, zinger after zinger uh. from Burnsy. Uh, somehow we reached the point of discussing what does Harry do for a job. The only info we are running off is Harry starts at 4am and has Arvo's free. My mate guesses Harry is a baker that slaves away making sourdough and danishes. I guess Harry has something to do with the mines and that he's a virgin. Anyway, clear this up for us, please, or don't. We probably won't listen anymore because it's shit. P.S. You spelt your own email address wrong <laughs> in the episode description, you simple sins. How did this email get How to did this email get to How did it make its way yeah. through? Burnsy, Burnsy, Burnsy. You guys got to the point of discussing what I do for a job. Must have been an absolutely yeah. enthralling afternoon of chat. Uh, well, what? Do we tell them or what? It was not, do I give it up that easy? Yeah, give it up. Fuck, I don't care. <laughs> give us a drum roll. Uh, yeah, sure. Sorry, sorry. Do you want a long one or a short one? Yeah, long. All right. Let's <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> work at a radio station. Yeah, let's work at a radio Breakfast station. Breakfast radio panelist. Breakfast radio panelist and do some announcing as well. So talk about all the cool Justin Bieber songs coming up after the ad break, you know? How are they? 
They're bloody good, mate. <laughs> They're bloody good. What are you talking about? Yeah. I've got bloody Taylor Swift fever working at the radio station. Oh god, that, did that come up in conversation? Were they like- actually? Like, I was on air the other day. <laughs> I was at Josh. I was on air the other day, <clears throat> and I see across the road in Subiaco from the radio station, there's a physical ticket tech location. Yeah, I didn't even know they still existed. Yep. So I went down, and I was like, you know, being a good radio guy, and I thought I'd do a bit of an outside broadcast. <laughs> Just well, I took a microphone down to do a break, and the lady, everyone's going nuts online to get these tickets, and the lady just goes. Oh, yeah, I just came here like an hour or two ago and just lined up and, yeah, I'll get one. Yeah. Yeah, people forget the yeah. IRL tickets are actually where yeah. everyone's getting them. You and your IRL, you're so cool, like saving heaps of time. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and he does heaps. That's how we, we actually discovered Stinks. farts. I actually had never heard of farts till Harry yeah. came in and goes, I'm guys, a- got an idea for a pod. Fart noises in the sport. Yeah. Hear me out and I go, love it, love it, love it. But how will they sound? And we got them. Uh, Sam Halliday. I did not I did not steal fart sound effects from the radio station, yeah. by the way, for the record. You know my number one, fa- I use, uh, you know, real farts actually don't cut up well for audio. You actually need, um, I've got this thing, it's um, seven minutes of mouth farts and it's all these variations of, the more you know. Play it now. The whole thing. <laughs> seven minutes. Guys, um, <laughs> This is a bit of a long one, but I'm going to power through it, okay? Okay. Sam Halliday. <laughs> I thought I'd share a small saga I've had with Geelong great radio host and footy personality Billy Brownless. I work as a waiter, you see, at a pub and restaurant in Melbourne. That's popular with AFL figures like Billy Brownless, and they come in on the regular. Being an AFL enthusiast, my manager was kind enough to always seat Billy in the dining section I was running, allowing me to have a small rapport with him building over the years. Billy has a section on Triple M Radio Show with James Brayshaw where he'll recite a joke and try to and get a reaction out of his co-host. I thought, wouldn't it be great for an uncalled-for laugh from Billy from me? Catering for Billy and his family on his birthday one day, after taking their order, I told Jack Ginevan was in the pub yesterday. Billy asked, how is Jackie boy going? To which I responded, yeah, good. He got the schnitzel, but I was surprised he didn't go for the duck. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) This got a decent laugh out of the table with Billy commending uh, a little funny, uh, a little bit of a funny talk for the waiter. Sorry guys. The following week, while serving function food, I was surprised to hear a familiar voice ask, Have you got any more jokes, mate? Billy had got the drop on me, and I had to dish up the tame joke and received a small chuckle. After the lackluster response, I was determined to redeem myself and deliver a ripping joke the next time we met. That would strike Billy's fancy and make the radio show. Much deliberation occurred with co-workers over the perfect joke. What would it be? The joke, the joke, the joke that changes everything for me. He needed to be rude enough to please Billy, but appropriate enough to be told on a shift. After hours of brainstorming, I thought I might have found the perfect one. Months passed and no sightings of Billy, as if he would vanish in like a fart in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Billy, Billy. It was then... It was as if he knew I was planning something. Until one busy Saturday, I found him sitting with friends and family in the back of the bar. The bar isn't a table serviced area. Seeing as I wasn't a bartender, I was going to have to catch him on his way out. I loitered around the doorway for every spare minute I had of that shift until finally, Billy on his lonesome was on his way out. It was now or never. G'day, Billy, I said. G'day, mate. Uh, I remember you. My eyes lit up with excitement. I composed myself and I prepared for this very moment. However, instead of asking for a joke, he asked me a different question. I'm surprised you're still here, mate. Puzzled, I asked him what you meant. I thought they would have sacked you off by now. 
Oh my God. He then chucked it himself, put his arm around his wife and caught up with him and then stormed out the door. I stood there flabbergasted like a batsman who's just been bowled through his legs. Unsure of what had happened. I haven't encountered the man since. I'm not sure how I'll deal with it once again. But uh, one thing is for sure, my determination to get the joke on the radio show has only grown stronger. Cheers for the entertainment you've provided me. Definitely my number two source of funny sports moments after bounce. Cheers, Sam. Loved him till that end bit. Mm. I want to know what the joke is. He's left a juicy dangler there. Yeah, He's yeah. like, I've got this great joke. Yeah, what just also, it? Josh, just want to be clear yeah. that um, it sounded an awful lot like you said that Billy said to him, I thought that would have sucked you off by now. <laughs> but um, it was, in fact, I thought that would have sacked you now. Oh, no, no, sacked no, no, you no. by now. Sacked, sacked you off. Sacked yeah, you off. Sacked, yeah, 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 yeah. Just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Double Gee, checking. Well, no, no, no. It says sucked off. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Keeps you, keeps you moving. Uh, uh, Sam, wonderful email. Kick it forward, mailbag at gmail.com for all correspondence. Send your nuffies of the week. Send your Harry's Big House in. Send your dog axe. Send your any emails you want. Uh, but we also had one person just message in and say, hey, guys, you always set things at baby showers. Do you actually know that um, babies aren't at baby showers? Because there's always someone mm. holding a baby which yeah. then gets booted. Um, the truth is, until today, I didn't know that babies weren't at baby showers. I didn't, I've never been to one. Hey, there's babies at baby showers, man. Because someone else, because a friend. Bring, people being babies. Because a friend has post baby the babies, shower babies. Uh, the babies are in the belly still, mate. Oh, right, right. Yeah. They're generally. Oh, so so right. they are there. They are there. Well, we're always celebrating. So and uh, we also just quickly yeah. put out to people. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Um, I guess you guys are more doing a wedding of the head with the baby and the blokes banging around. Yeah. 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 Are you have a wedding of the head? Uh, maybe. I'll see if I lose your numbers by then. But, um, yeah, no, we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, my next, my next one was can I come, so – Nah, can you lose our numbers, please? <laughs> <laughs> that was the Giga Ford Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Doug, thank you, mate. Give a shout-out oh. to Pepper Rain before we go. Yeah, Pepper Rain at Pepper Rain 95, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure you listen to our shows on Monday afternoons and Thursday evenings, uh, preview and reviewing. And also the final siren with the Dockers. Uh, after every game, they put it on YouTube. Jesus, get it, get it back. Come on. <laughs> and uh, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, George Urbot. Goodbye. See you next Bye. week. <laughs> This episode is proudly brought to you by our mates at Ned's. Josh, do you give out many tips? Sometimes. Um, Who's your source? Well, normally Sam McClure. Like he's, <laughs> he's, he's really good. Like I, um, I backed Harley Reid not to make it in West Coast colours, and then and this year, just anything he said, I go the opposite. Congrats! It's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good option. Hey, I've got. Um, yeah. Uh, what are you? What are you? What well, are you? Have you got a brother in uh, brother in law? Uh no. <laughs> You need a brother-in-law for your tips, mate. That's oh, where really? I get mine from. Yeah, I could ask yeah. my brother to divorce his wife and then we can see how we go. But mm, yeah, that'd be the first step, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to speak to Georgie too. He's always real confident with his tips, but they never, ever come off. Now, if you're looking for a one-stop shop for social betting, check out the Neds app. You can create groups perfect for betting together and ripping on your mates. And if you think you found a winner, you can let them know. Or you might be looking for a hot tip. And you can build a profile and share your bets with your followers. Or you can see what other punters are like on the feed. There's also expert tips on everything AFL from the fantasy pick himself, Tom Rotcliffe, within the Neds AFL Open Group. It's not just for AFL though, Josh. There are other <laughs> open groups for racing, b-ball, UFC, soccer, and he's more. Download the Neds app if you haven't already and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply and available on the Neds website. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.